So what, um, you know, so what is your strategy for attention? So is this, is this the, your strategy for attention that you constantly yes. uh, stay engaged with the team? Um, so how often do you spend as, as, as the executive director for APAC, you know, what's your uh, involvement in terms of time and effort in uh, retaining your employees? When possible, I travel to meet them face to face because this face-to-face -face meeting it's very important so in the past that was my strategy um, also team buildings we had team building in uh, thailand we had the uh, team building in tokyo for them to connect with the rest of the colleagues and to share from our values and also lesson learned from other projects um, I think um, not just me, I have to train and to have a conversation with the rest of the, um, let's say, project managers or program managers that are working directly with the team. It's very important, not just me, to set up this trend like talking with each and every single uh, team members but it's very important for my team like the middle management to have the same attitude so that was another strategy not just me to talk directly with them but i trained my team my exec my middle management to have the same uh, to say to have the same strategy hence once per month we try our best, me or one of my team members, to have a 30 minutes or one hour call with them. One to one call. But again, we do have the monthly call where the entire APAC team is participating with camera on. And we are sharing from us, from who we are, actually, not just, you know, behind of coding or managing the project or something like this we connect on a different level so and, i would uh, so that, yeah sorry yeah. no no so i say <laughs> go please so uh, so i was saying all this time and effort and uh, that an emotion that you invested in uh, in you know in in retention and keeping the team together in, in building a team how has that uh, translated into business, into value for your business? Well, in the moment when one of my team member is resigning, it creates a bit of disbalance. Because it means I need to replace that person, right? That person maybe is not available right away. So I mean, I mean that to hire person, to train that person and also to do the onboarding on the project. If is, let's say, a project manager, right, that person has a direct connection with the customer. So the customer will be affected instantly. So not having resignations in the team, actually it reflects into the customer satisfaction. Customer satisfaction means growth for OSF. And I would just say is that L'Oreal, for example, is our customer for 10 years. And we have many similar customers that are together partner for, uh, with OSF, which means that we do have uh, happy customers due to the fact that actually we don't have many resignations within OSF. 
And uh, so what so what are two or three key takeaways that you would like to share with uh, that you would like to highlight actually from your experience so far from building a team in India from 2015 to 2021 today where you started with one employee and today you're now at well over 25 employees and you said you want to grow that uh, you want to maybe grow that to almost 60 70 employees uh, this year that's pretty ambitious what are two or three key takeaways that uh, you'd like to share with us well I'm not sure if it's necessarily ambitious considering the way e-commerce market is growing right now it's everyone it's not just India but India has like a, a very interesting, a very aggressive piece of growth in online. So I would not say that my plan, OSF plan is ambitious for India, but let's see at the end of the year. Two, three key takeaways. Um, first one is what I highlighted in this conversation is talking with the team members, no matter the profile especially if there are tech profiles that you need to find a way to reach out to them, to help them out to be more talkative, to help them out to open up in order to understand what actually they want and how you can help them to grow. Not having a, not having a, a team that is uh, changing all the time, it reflects into the business uh, KPIs. Another one, um, from what I noticed in comparison with other markets, uh, Indian colleagues have a respect for hierarchy and you need to have this in mind when setting up a team for a project or running a region. And <laughs> one very important uh, aspect is that you need to give them a peace of mind on the administrative issues. Since we started our collaboration with Altios in 2017, we haven't had a single complaining from my colleagues. And we needed someone in India to be uh, our feet on the street, our boots on the ground, so to say. Altios is a trusted name in India, which helps us to leverage premium talent and offer the guidance to build a new region for us. Thank you, Altios, for that. And no, that, uh, yes, sorry. Yes, please. No, so I know that that's that's very kind of you to say, and we have really enjoyed working with uh, with your team and and seeing this journey because it's been rewarding. It's been a learning and rewarding experience for us as well. Because one of the first things you know when I when I joined Altios three years ago, and uh, we were in the process. You know, uh, my my team was telling me about OSF and all the people who were coming, and there were a couple of people who were leaving. And, but when they told me about the team structure, that's when I was uh, quite uh, quite surprised that uh, you were able to you know retain a lot of people because uh, as you mentioned that hierarchy is very important in India and uh, most of the time they need someone uh, uh, here. So so to summarize, listening, uh, you would say your advice to companies coming into India or already in India and who are managing people. One is to obviously listen, uh, and when I say listen, it, it means uh, active listening to your employees, uh, to every, no matter what the profile. Uh, the second would be, um, well, I guess listening, second, like you were saying, your key takeaways were, was respect for hierarchy. Uh, mm. What do you mean, like, how does, how, how does that, what do, you, what do you mean by that when you say respect for hierarchy? 
how do you okay. how do you integrate that into you into your whole approach of building a team mm -hmm. well if for example a developer is going to work with um, a project manager maybe much much younger with not much experience right you need to make it clear you know on how this is going to work and you need to have the conversation with the project manager but also with the developer let's say what should mm. be expectations on all sides yeah now i think it's important for uh, the project managers we have are strong hands not just with the customer but with the developers they know how to handle the situation and mm -hmm. the developer is following the project manager easily because following the the hierarchy right if the project manager comes and asks you for a, a a help you are giving that help because you understand what is the hierarchy moreover i don't think i have had uh many escalations from my team Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, which again shows that they understand a bit the hierarchy so they they go to uh, first to their like manager in line before reaching out higher and only in i don't know in very rare cases this happens mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so i think now do you, do you yes. agree with me I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it's important to, uh, like, you know, uh, we like Myron Vadorno and Altios, we work uh, exclusively, well, almost exclusively with, with companies coming in and facing such issues as well. And uh, establishing that chain also, it's important while, while it's important to communicate and listen to every single employee, uh, no matter what their profile is, especially if you can within a manageable number, uh, you still, it's still important for them to respect that hierarchy because uh, hierarchy is there for a reason and of course while you are available i'm sure you make yourself available to every single employee in case it's really needed uh, it, it 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 it's better for them as well if they can uh, if they can resolve any of their questions or issues directly with their supervisor their immediate supervisor so uh, that all um i think we're, we're going to start taking some questions now uh some questions from the audience one of the ones uh that uh, always that we see quite often and someone just asked is lots of Indian staff don't like to say no. That's, that's completely true. Huh? Indians are, don't like to say no. So you don't always get real feedback. So how do you deal with that? <laughs> well, very, very good <laughs> question. <laughs> well, here it comes, like I said about my challenge and HR challenge when recruiting. The focus is not just on the knowledge, on their uh, skills, professional, uh, uh, technical skills, but also on the communication, right? Because we did have the trial and error kind of uh, um, scheme at the beginning and mm was not really the the process smooth right and yes. when we understood that actually we need to focus on the communication skills more than just knowledge everything now is going smoothly yeah so then you would say that i that don't think was... we have 
I have in my team anyone that says yep. uh, yes, 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 easily. Firstly, okay. firstly, because I know that sometimes I have to challenge that person, you know, why do you yes? That's, you know, part of the communication skills. But also the way we hired is with the multicultural background or at least understanding this part and also to the attitude. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I think, I think that, that works well. That works well. You have to have, uh, you have to develop that communication in people. And uh, so how do you, how do you do that? I mean, uh, so do you, is it during, I mean, are you now more, uh, more informed during the recruitment pro process to look for certain certain qualities in people or or do you just say no no we want someone with the best technical knowledge and then we'll work on them and then we'll uh, you know maybe help them with their communication skills hmm. well OSF has a very intensive kind of training program we have the tools we have trainers we have coaches we do have like the whole platform for someone to to advance in their uh, skills. So mm -hmm. yes, we do want to hire professionals with heavy certifications and experience and so on. But the first focus is on the attitude and the communication skills. Mm. Because mm. we have team in Pakistan, we have team in Cambodia, we have uh, Japan, we have uh, Korea. It's like, and this is just, APAC, right? Because we do have US, we have Brazil. Sometimes we have to reach out to our colleagues in Brazil to ask to help us out with the challenge that we have on our project. So you need to to be open to work multicultural. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what's what's, unique about, what's 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 particular about your Indian team in how they work or in how they communicate uh, with uh, with your other teams? Mm. Can you repeat the question, please? I'm saying what is what is unique or specific to your Indian employees as as compared to, you know, your Brazilian employees or your North American employees? Hmm. Um, the Indian team, it's very nice. It's very helpful, maybe because they don't have this no kind of <laughs> attitude and they are just jumping in to help you. But yeah. that it's very um, we appreciate within OSF this kindness mm -hmm. and the the technical mindset they have, right? They like it's known worldwide, like how amazing Indian people are on the techni technology. Mm -hmm. And there, there, there was there's a question that's come up about equal opportunity. Um, I, I assume OSF has. I mean, do you have an actual uh, an, an active equal opportunity kind of a, uh, a policy, or I mean, is is it hard to find uh, women in uh, in tech roles in India? Because traditionally, at least globally, it's uh, women are not equally represented in tech roles. Maybe it's improving now, but what what does it look like at OSF uh, India? For you? My best program manager in APAC is Indian. <laughs> So we don't have this issue, <laughs> not in OS, <laughs> not in India. I, I'm sorry we didn't experience this situation. But okay. yes, it developers probably they tend to be more uh, male than women. Yes, yes. But yeah, we of course need a healthy mix. 
yes definitely we are focusing on us on this great um i think that's it that's it uh from us thank you so much adela for having shared uh, your experience in, in building a winning team in india and as you as you've said you've gone from one person to uh, to hopefully 60 70 people this year in in the span of five years it's been it's been consistent uh you you've also you you started with one approach you tweaked it when you realized that things weren't going so well and i think uh, you found the solution to to managing these employees it'll be it'll be interesting to see how you can manage once you have 70 employees uh, whether you'll still have time to listen to all of them whether you know because uh, but I, but I, I guess by that time you'll have groomed your managers as well uh, into to appreciate that, that skill set yeah uh, so thank you so much uh, for for your time and uh, sharing your story